Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. He's a presidential fellow in urban futures at Chapman University, the executive director of the Urban Reform Institute. So he's an expert in cities and things that are happening in American cities in particular. Joel, how are you this afternoon? Well, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Well, let me let me get your response to this. So uh, Tucker Carlson is getting a little grief because I, I guess he said that Moscow is nicer than any city in his country. And... Um, then he said this to someone that was interviewing him because he was talking about people having, you know, pretty, I think even sadness is a word that I would use about the decline of their own cities. I mean, St. Louis might be included here. Here's what he said. How did that happen? How did that happen? And at a certain point, I don't think the average person cares as much about abstractions as about the concrete reality of his life. And if you can't use your subway, for example, as many people are afraid to in New York City because it's too dangerous, you have to sort of wonder, like, isn't that the ultimate measure of leadership? And that's true. By the way, it's radicalizing for an American to go to Moscow. I didn't know that. I've learned it this week. To Singapore, to Tokyo, to Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Because these cities, no matter how we're told they're run and on what principles they're run, are wonderful places to live. That don't have rampant inflation. We're not going to get raped. Sir, and excuse so, me. What is that? Well, he got cut off there, Joel. But look, he, he makes okay. a good point. And here's what I, I wanted to frame it around one other thing. Because the day before I heard that soundbite, I huh. was having breakfast with my niece who's living temporarily in Seattle. And we were asking her about she's doing an internship up there actually with the Seattle Sounders. I said, hey, how's Seattle? She said, it's awful. I, I can't get to work without taking my car because it's not safe. There's homeless encampments. The subway's not safe. So that really resonated when I heard the Tucker Carlson. But look, you're an expert on this. You've written about this. In particular, what's happened to San Francisco and L.A. and some of these cities on the West Coast. Right, Joel? Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, it is tragic and, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, I can't talk to Moscow now because the Moscow subway has always been a, you know, what, you know, one of the more amazing uh, transportation systems in the world, and you know, for, you know that, and that goes back to Stalin's time. So, uh, you know, not going to embr- embrace that politics, but it was effective. But the the bottom line is this: we have allowed our cities to essentially deteriorate and to really become de- uh, dominated by a small, you know, relatively small, very well-organized groups, public employee unions, non, you know, uh, you know, left-wing, if you want to call it that, nonprofits, um, uh, it, um, you know, sometimes uh, groups that are, you know, sort of, you know, sort of racial redress organizations, you know, uh, sort, of, sort of like ethnic warlords. And they have basically slowly strangled our cities. I mean, 
yeah. given that America has, you know, for whatever its problems, a one of the strongest economies in the world, and is obviously the biggest economy in the world, this shouldn't be the case. Our cities should be, if nothing else, emblems of the success of this civilization. And instead, what's happened is American civilizations moved to the suburbs and exurbs, and in, and in some cases, some smaller cities, because our big cities and all and the cities, frankly, that have the most going for them. When when I hear friends in Seattle and Denver, for instance, which were seen even three, four, five years ago as oh well, San Francisco's in trouble, but Seattle's great, Denver's great. They all have the same yep, thing. They do. I mean, what what you guys have experienced, if, if you don't mind my saying so, in the Rust Belt for the last 50 years has now caught up to the cities that were sort of the glamorous uh, centers, not just you know New York, but but certainly uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, and of course you know the city that I spent most of my life in, Los Angeles. Well, you know, it's interesting timing here because, as you may or may not know, in the L.A. Times just this morning, the uh, column by Noah Bierman, half of Republicans say California isn't really American. But more than that, actually, you know what? I think that they changed the headline on that, which is interesting because they the original headline, yeah, isn't that funny how they do that in the legacy media? The original headline really addressed the, the issue of how many people think that they should move out of California. But the numbers are kind of staggering here. So I guess my question for you is, don't the people, don't, you know, Tucker Carlson talked about leadership. These are American mayors that feel like they have to virtue signal and do things for the, um, you know, the very vocal minority and not the people that are paying taxes in their cities. And that's evident here in St. Louis even, Joel. Well, look, my basic point is, whether wherever you are, a city leader should recognize that the citizens are his customers. And if the customers aren't happy, they're going to go somewhere else or they're going to put their investment somewhere else or they're going to send their kids to something that is not connected to the city. I mean, you can barely find an education system in any urban area in America that is decent. Occasionally, you'll, you'll have one school that's good. And maybe if you're in a nice neighborhood, the local um, uh, elementary school might be OK. But there's almost no um, comparison to, like my parents, um, my, my mother grew up in the slums, Brownsville. I won't use her language uh, because you're, you won't like it. But she basically said it was crappy then, it's crappy now. But you know what? She went to Erasmus High School, got a decent education, became a registered nurse. That path is being taken away for today's working class kids. I mean, I'm just working right now on a study of Latinos in California, um, who are, you know, 50 percent of the students, 40 percent of the state population. Those kids are, for the most part, going to incredibly substandard schools. What do they think these kids are going to do when they get out of high school? Even if they, they manage to get through it, they don't know anything. I can tell you that fundamentally we are failing um, our our young people, and particularly our minority young people. and That's the great irony, what? though, isn't it? Because you're, you're absolutely right about that. And it, it seems to me like these mayors, and you, know, you wrote about this last year, Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, they apparently don't care about the people that are paying taxes and that use their parks and their services. You're seeing a lot of pushback in Chicago and New York on this right now. I wonder if it's happening out west as much. Well, it is. I mean, now in San Francisco— 
Um, my, you know, I'm just finishing up a little piece on San Francisco, and my friends there say that Mayor Breed has actually tried to reform things, but it's the Board of Supervisors. You know, if you take a look at, at New York City, I mean, I know Mayor Adams has his problems, but, you know, it's really the city council that makes it impossible yeah. to get any real reforms. I mean, the what whatever has happened, the political system in our cities has deteriorated and is now trailing much under the, the influence of very well-organized groups, particularly public employees. And part of the scary part, and I've, I have an article that's coming out on that next week, the teachers' unions have become increasingly left, increasingly dominated by ideology. And there seems to be um, no way to turn that around. So what happens is people vote with their feet. And by the way, you know, they'll say, oh, it's white flight. 96% of the growth in the last decade in suburbia were people of color. I mean, you go out to the, to the suburbs. I mean, I spent quite a bit of time in the suburbs of Houston, the suburbs here, and they're filled with people who are, you know, Hispanic, Asian, African-American. If they can get out, they get out. They, the, the city no longer provides any kind of person who's got aspirations particularly for their children. It doesn't provide that opportunity, which it did for my grandparents and, and my parents who came to New York in their case, you know, essentially with nothing. It's, it's really sad. And, and I don't know where this is all taking us. And I, I, don't see, I don't see people, I don't see the messaging from the people that are upset resonating with the so-called leaders across the country. So I'd say it's kind of a mess, Joel. But listen, I always appreciate you coming on here in St. Louis on 97.1. And you have a great week. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 